This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hagestilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. Scripture declares, without faith, it is impossible to please God. So obviously, any obstacle that hinders a Christian from living a life of faith that's pleasing to God is an obstacle that needs to be overcome. But Satan will always use the most powerful weapon he has to try to weaken even a strong and effective faith. As we'll see, perhaps Satan's top weapon choice in this battle is the control of a believer's life through fear. In these next six days of his new Overcomer series, in his first message entitled simply, Overcoming Fear, Pastor Ray teaches us how to best break fear's power in spiritual battles by using spiritual weapons. Since the spiritual antidote to fear is faith, we learn to overcome fear's power by applying a simple principle, replacing every fear thought with a faith thought. Now, here's Pastor Ray with more on exposing its evil nature and overcoming fear. He himself said, I will never leave you nor forsake you so that I can boldly say the Lord is my helper. I shall not fear. What can man do to me? He said that so that I can say this. He said that so that I can boldly say this. Wow. Sometimes in the midst of your trouble, when fear wants to grip your heart, you just, you just have to stand still and know that he is God. He is God over my life. He is God over my health. He is God over my finances. He's God over my marriage. He's God over my kids, over my grandkids. He's God over everything. And you just have to be still and know that he is God. I know you're God. I've been through trouble. I've been through trouble. And I know, you know, I'm not just talking out of, out, of, out of my hat. I've been through trouble, very troubled times. Many times, at different times, different types of trouble. And I've had to do that. And I would stay on that verse, just be still. You said, be still. I'm just going, I'm not going to, I'm not going to faint. I'm not going to have all this nervous energy. I'm not going to be all jacked up and anxious. I'm going to be still. And know that you are God. And you are watching and looking and keeping and directing and leading and guiding my life every step of the way. Um, all I'm going to do is obey what you tell me to do. Go where you tell me to do. Do what you tell me to do. And sometimes it's just be still, son. Be still, son. And don't move. Let me do my work. Sometimes in the midst of, in the midst of persecution as a believer. You know, believers are being persecuted like crazy. But we get persecuted. We get persecuted out in the world, right? Some pe- pe- not everybody's got our best interest at heart, right? And people are sneaky about it, right? Come, come like your friend, but they're a snake in the grass, man. They're ready to bite your head off, you know? So sometimes what you have to do is you just have to be still and let the, let the storm pass. That's what I had to do. I just stood still in the midst of the storm. I had to ride it out. Just let it pass. Just know that you are God. So even in the midst of trouble, 
you can't freak out. You can't let fear grip your heart. You got to fight it. Just say, I'm just going to be still and know that you are God. You are God. You're going to get me through this. And the storm just goes, man. Just goes. And you find yourself. Because fear, if you're, not, if you're not careful, when you're in the midst of trouble, um, the, you, know that, you know the response that humans have? It's, it's either the fight or flight response. When you're in the midst of trouble, you're going to respond. And you're either going to fight or you're going to flight. You're going to run. Choose fight. Because that's what's going to give you the victory. And that's what's going to get you to the other side. Don't, don't run. Don't run. Keep on going. All right. Let's keep going a little bit here. Here's a good one. Don't fear people. Do not fear people. God is for you. People can be very intimidating in your life. And if you don't deal with that, uh, people will operate in the realm of intimidation. If they know that you're intimidated... And it's, it's a very insidious thing. It's under, it's like underhanded, you know, it's like in the background. They'll smile at you and be cutesy with you and be friendly with you. But they know that there's an intimidation there and they will control your life by that spirit of intimidation. And what, what's the end result of fear? Put you in bondage, immobilize you, paralyze you, prevent you from uh, progressing, getting the things done that you need to get done and want to get done in life and that God wants you to get done. So they'll try to manipulate you through, the, through intimidation, which is nothing other than fear. You see, don't ever succumb or submit to that kind of thing. Well, you say, well, it's a, he's a touchy person. If I say something, he's going to explode. Let him explode. Light the fuse. I don't really give a hoot whether you explode or not. Go ahead. Explode. Let everybody see your true colors and who you really are. Go ahead, you want to make an idiot of yourself? Go ahead and explode, jerko. I don't really care. That's the way you have to approach it. See, because if, if, you, if you approach that with kid gloves, that bondage, that spirit of fear and intimidation has power over you. It holds you back from saying what you want to say and being yourself and doing what you want to. Go ahead, you got a short fuse here? Let me light it. <laughs> I mean, there are, there are people in relationships like that. Husbands and wives in relationships. Well, I can't say anything to my husband because he has a short fuse. Light it, baby, light it. Come on. I'll help you. Let brother blow up. Come on. I want to see it. I'm ready for a show. Let's have a little, let's have a little 4th of July fireworks going on. Let him blow up. What's he going to do? But people are held in bondage because they're afraid. They, you know, can't, that's a touchy person. That touchiness in a person is nothing other than a spirit of intimidation that they unleash on other people to try to keep them in bondage and to get their way and to do whatever they want to do. And there's only one way to deal with that. Head on. Light the fuse, baby. Light the fuse. Let it blow up. Just do it. Because otherwise you're being manipulated and controlled by a spirit of fear. But when you're out in the world, you get, you get these friends. And I've seen people in bad relationships for years bound up because, you know, the person is controlling them by this manipulative, intimidating spirit that's on them. And gets, gets you to do all kinds of things you don't even want to do. Gets you to submit to things you don't even want to submit to because of this spirit of intimidation. That's crazy stuff, man. You got to break that thing as quick as you can. And I'm going to tell you what, if you're sitting here today and you know you have that spirit on you, you better reject it with everything you've got. If you're a controller, 
And if you try to rule your home with a spirit of intimidation, you're ruling with a spirit of fear. You're bringing the devil into your home, into your finances, into your health, into everything because you're manipulating by a spirit of fear. You better break that thing because that's, that's, from, that's directly from the pit of hell. You don't manipulate people by the spirit of fear. See, I don't want anyone to be afraid of me. That's not the way to have a relationship. I appreciate that people understand my position and, and you know, my, my call and my anointing, and they respect it. There's a difference. They respect it, and they're, they're very careful about it. That's one thing. But I don't want people to be afraid of me. I don't want to manipulate anybody by fear. Oh, what's he going to do? Oh, he's going to blow up. People do that. I mean, people make mistakes around here all the time. And sometimes you do want to get upset. But you know what you say? They're people. I would never want, you know, you just got to let it go sometimes and let people know that it's okay to make a mistake. I appreciate that you, you know, I appreciate that you know it's, it's wrong or you goofed up and you want to make it right. So what's the big deal? But some people, man, the opportunity to intimidate you, put you down, push you into a corner and manipulate you by the spirit of fear. You cannot manipulate people by fear or with that spirit because that's from the devil. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power of love and of a sound mind. So do not be intimidated by people. Now, if you find yourself in that situation, that's where you, like I said before, you just have to confront it. You have to confront it. And you have to you know, look at that person and say, you know, I love you, I care about you, whatever it be, whatever the relationship is, but you will not manipulate me by a spirit of fear. You will not inti- I will not allow you to intimidate me. Oftentimes, you know, there are people in corporate, corporate world, maybe you're in the corporate world or in some job, and bosses like to try to manipulate their employees by fear. Tim, you hold their job over their head. Hold that raise over their head. Hold that promotion over their head. Well, you've got to determine that you're not going to fall for that stuff. You have to recite that verse. God has not given me a spirit of fear or timidity, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. I refuse. And sometimes you may even have, I had to go tell my boss that time, that guy I worked for I want to tell him, I said, I'm sorry, you're, you're not just, you're, you're, I'm not going to allow you, he, I mean, belittle me, speak, I mean, down to me. I, I was working as hard as I could work, and I've always, no other job I've ever had, I've always given 110% to it, tried to do the best that I could do, and really put my all into it. It's just the way I am, you know? And put me down and belittle me. It's because he had his own problems in life, you know, and he was taking them out on me. But I, I got it right up to here, and I said, Enough is enough. You will not do this to me anymore. I refuse to be, uh, you know, led around by, by your, you know, intimidating uh, way of talking to me and your intimidating spirit and your anger. And so I refuse. This day it ends. Well, I got fired. You know what? It was the best thing that ever happened to me in my life. It's the truth. It was the best thing that ever happened. I walked out of there feeling a hundred pounds lighter. It's like, woo, thank God. I'm free. I'm free. It's the truth. And I walked out of there and I did some other things and, you know, didn't do so well at those things. But, you know, all the while God was moving me towards ministry and I, I was, you know, I was very cautious about that because I don't want to call myself to a mill. I know a lot of people call themselves to minister. I don't want to do that. I want to make sure that this was God working in my life. I was very cautious about it. But I did some other things in my life. 
Um, but, you know, I didn't do so well at them. But I found that even in those failures, th- that was all God working, uh, you know, teaching me along the way and preparing me for what I was about to walk into, which w- was the call of God and is the call of God in my life. And thus far, it has been successful. But I would not have the success if it wasn't for all of that. But along the way, I found out you cannot fear people. You cannot be intimidated by people, right? As long as what you say to a person or the way you speak to someone is in love. Is anybody getting anything out of it? You speak to a person always with respect, with love, without anger, without, you know, uh, a harsh, harsh spirit. You always, always approach everything with love, but you have to be able to speak your heart and be able to express uh, yourself to somebody, especially if you're in a relationship with them, you know, if you're a friend or whatever it be. You have to be able to do that. I, I've seen people be in bad relations, bad friendships. A friend just manipulates them, manipulates them, manipulates them all, and they're totally intimidated because they just will not rise up and say, you can't do that to me. You won't do that to me anymore. You see, you turn the tables when you do that. Everything, the game changes because they realize now that you're aware of their motive or their, you know, their, uh, their spirit, and that spirit begins to back down. It will not until you face it, until you stand up against it. So do not be intimidated by people. You, know? you walk with integrity. You walk with confidence. You walk with dignity. You walk with respect. You walk with your head held up high. And you, you walk by your own standards of integrity. And if something doesn't measure up, if someone's responding to you in a way that doesn't measure up to those godly standards, then you stand there with dignity and say, I'm sorry, but it stops right here. And you just don't allow it to go any farther. You don't allow people to do that to you. So Psalm 56, 3 and 4 says, Whenever I'm afraid, I will trust in you. In God, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not fear. What can flesh do to me? You got to know that. What can flesh do to you? People have no control over your life except the control that you give them. You understand that? People have no control over your life except the control that you give them. Amen? And even if you're in a marriage relationship, let me, let me help you here. If your husband or your wife is controlling you, because I've seen that. They, you've seen guys that are sheepish around their wives are afraid to say anything, afraid to do it because their wife's going to jump. Or wives that are that way with their husbands afraid. Man, we've got to work this thing out because this, this ain't going to work. Sister's upset, brother's upset, can't live in that, that way. You've got to deal with that thing. You've got to stand up to it and say enough is enough. I mean, I've counseled, I want to get on my other points here, but I got, I've counseled some married people and I, I, just, I, I just wish the wife would get up, look brother in the face and say, you ain't doing that to me anymore. It stops right here. But sister's afraid of what the response is going to be, so she won't do it. And yet that's the ticket to this thing breaking open and for, for the tables to turn. And, and likewise, the same way, I've seen guys that have that, same, the wife holds it over. Man, it's like, wait a minute, this stops right here. We're not, there's balance. There we, we're, right, balance. And, and, and we're, this is a mutual relationship. This is give and take, give and take. It's not all give and it's not all take. So I don't mean to meddle in your marriage today, but, <laughs> but it's the truth. You, you, and you should be able with your spouse to say, you know, I, I feel this way. I don't like this the way you're responding. Or I feel it without being intimidated that they're going to blow up at you. Let them blow up. 
because they're going to feel stupid afterwards anyway. Because you always do. They'll come crawling back. All right, enough on that. Let's keep on going. (laughs) All right. I just have a couple other points I want to make here. Don't fear challenges because God is with you. Um, Every challenge is an opportunity to prove God's faithfulness. Are you getting something out of this? Every challenge is an opportunity for God to prove his faithfulness in our lives. Isaiah 43, 1 through 3 says, Fear not, I've redeemed you. I've called you by name. You are mine. There it is again. Love relationship. When you pass through the waters, notice you're going through the waters. Sometimes you've got to go through some waters. I will be with you. And through the rivers, sometimes it even gets over your head. Ha! It shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, sometimes you walk through some fire, you will not be burned. Nor shall the flame scorch you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. So, so don't fear challenges. Sometimes we have to go through challenging times, but it's an opportunity for God to show how awesome and how faithful he is and how he works, all right? So don't fear challenges. Don't fear your weaknesses. You know, we all have weaknesses. Everybody in this room, every human has weaknesses. We have strong points, we have weak points. And often what i found, uh, just like challenges, people, because of the weakness or because of the challenge, they're afraid to try something or afraid to do something because of those weaknesses in their life. And... Um, we all, every, even every strong spiritual person feels weak at some point because we all have weaknesses. But you have to determine that you're not going to allow those weaknesses to prevent you, the fear of those weaknesses to prevent you from moving forward. The way a weakness becomes strong is when you do what's weak and you exercise that weakness. Does that make sense? If you have a weak muscle, if your muscles are weak, what do you do? Walk out, oh, well, I'll, I'll never be strong. No, you start to work that weak muscle and you keep working it, working it, working it, and what was weak now becomes strong. So you keep working your weaknesses. Does that make sense to everybody here? All right. So just do what you feel weak in and eventually it will become a strength. All right. So um, never say you can't because God is, is your strength. Isaiah 41.10 says, Fear not, I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. All right? All right, let's just go through these two last ones and we'll be finished. Don't fear the devil. Oh, Pastor Ray, don't start talking about the devil. He might hear you. It's exactly what I want him to do is to hear me. We're afraid sometimes of the devil. What are you afraid of? The devil's afraid of you. You have authority over him. So you don't fear the devil, all right? Because, because God has already given us the victory and the power over the enemy, all right? So Jesus said, Luke 10, 18 through 19, and he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So you and I have authority over the devil, so don't let the devil scare you. The amens on this side were weak. On this side, they were weak. Do not be afraid of the enemy you have power. That's only one verse. There are multiple verses that show us and prove to us that we have authority through Jesus Christ. So don't fear the enemy. Amen? All right? So don't fear, Jesus, uh, don't fear the devil, but look to Jesus and... Um, 
You just stand in the authority that Jesus has given us in his name, right? I give you the authority to trample on them. So don't fear the devil, right? Um, don't fear anything because the Lord is with you wherever you go. Joshua 1, 9, very familiar verse to many of us. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Wherever you go, God is with you. Wherever you go, God goes with you. So you should never be afraid of anything. Walk in this life with boldness and courage and confidence. Keep your head up high. Keep a humble heart. That's very important. But you shouldn't shrink back for fear of people or challenges or the devil or things. Just walk with your head up high. Now let me give you this last verse, which I love. Hebrews 13, 5 and 6. And it says, second part of it says, For he himself has said, being Jesus God, he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Wow, that's a promise that you can go to the bank with. God said, I will never. What does never mean? Never. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Never. Listen, I want to say it again because I don't think you got it. He said, I will never. Even when I blow it, he still will never leave me nor forsake me because I am his own. He cannot reject or deny his own. You cannot reject or deny your child. That he will always, she will always be your child. Because she comes from the flesh of your flesh and the bone of your bone. So do we come from the flesh of his flesh and the bone of his bone. We are God's children. He can never, never forsake us or leave us. Now, knowing that gives you great confidence and courage as you walk through this life. I will never leave you nor forsake you. He himself said that. Now notice what the response is. He said that so that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper, I will not fear. What can man do to me? I want you to get it. He himself said, I will never leave you nor forsake you so that I can boldly say, the Lord is my helper, I shall not fear. What can man do to me? He said that so that I can say this. He said that so that I can boldly say this. Wow. Talk about walking in this life fearlessly with courage and boldness to progress and to accomplish and to do the things that God's called you to do. Just don't let people trip you up along the way. People have said all kinds of things to me along the way. I've had to ignore it, put it in the trash, be respectful and say thank you very much and throw it away. And just keep on going in my life. And doing fearlessly what God has put into my, my, my heart. You see. Obey God. Put your faith in Him. Don't let fear stop you, paralyze you, or immobilize you. Because the best days of your life are yet ahead of you. If you will continue in faith. Can I get a better amen than that? Let's put our hands together. Let's all stand together. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. 
Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. Before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. Hello, this is Pastor Ray. I wanted to take a moment from today's broadcast to tell you about a brand new book I've written that's just become available for purchase entitled Discouragement, Doubt, and Compromise. I wrote this book because of after more than 37 years of pastoring, I see too many Christians, both newly saved and those mature in their walk with God, fall victim to a device of the enemy that he has been using against God's people ever since the beginning of time. It's simply a threefold plan of discouragement, doubt, and compromise. I know this material will be a tremendous blessing to you in encouraging and stimulating your faith and helping you to truly be more than a conqueror. Why not go to my website right now and order your copy, PastorRayNY.com. Why not order a copy for a friend as well? That's PastorRayNY.com.